0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Real Presence Live here on the Real Presence Radio Network. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by... Hello, John Clark. John Clark, Uncle John. That's right. We've been having a great morning. If you haven't had a chance to tune in at all... We talked about the Collar Classic with Deacon Joseph Littlefield and Andrew Meyer of the Diocese of Fargo, two seminarians who are hoping to redeem themselves after a big loss last year. We talked to Steve Shones of the Diocese of Fargo and Ron Schatz of the Diocese of Bismarck about Give ND Catholic, an opportunity to give back to your local diocese in the Diocese of Fargo or the Diocese of Bismarck several great ministries. You can find out more at GiveNDCatholic.org, GiveNDCatholic.org. And we just finished up a really fascinating conversation with Michael Ortner. He's the founder of Run With Saints. And what's really cool about that is it's an opportunity to bring Catholic community together and to know where where you can go to find good support in the Catholic community when we talk about getting into colleges, getting into universities, mm-hmm. and you can find out more on that on runwithsaints.org. I should clarify here that givendcatholic is .com. That's what I was looking. Yeah, givendcatholic.com. I got that confused with runwithsaints.org. All right, we're going to transition into our next guest. We're very pleased and very excited to welcome Father Peter Andrell of the Diocese of Fargo. And we're going to talk about what it means to be all in for God. Father, thanks so much for being on with us this morning.
2: My privilege. Praise be Jesus.
1: Now and forever. and forever. You know, I want to start a little bit differently. I want to talk about being all in for God and what does that look like If you've been a Catholic who has been sitting on the sidelines, maybe hasn't been to church in a while, doesn't have much of a prayer life, because that's going to look a little different than somebody who's practicing and has been growing in their faith. So let's just start there at a very basic level, Father. What would you say for somebody listening who, you know, maybe hasn't been practicing the faith, maybe hasn't been giving a lot of time to God, but, but really sees an opportunity here, especially as we begin the new year, right? Advent of the new, new church year, liturgically speaking.
2: Exactly. And it is. It's a beautiful brand new year. Happy New Year! And what a great time it is to begin anew. And I think regardless of where we're at, whether we're kind of a little bit more lackadaisical or we're more in the realm of being fervent, I think the first uh, realization, we call it the A-R-R-R, the R. If you put your (laughs) hand over your eye like a pirate. Be a pirate, yes. One, two, three, R. R. And and the first is that you become aware, aware and acknowledging. And, And the first beautiful movement is that God loves us. And I had the most beautiful little encounter yesterday uh, at Mass. A, a 10-year-old girl came up afterwards, and we were talking about the reign of Christ. And she was hearing that from, from Christ our, our King, the great celebration leading up to Advent, the Sunday before. And she said, Father, what does it mean to have Jesus reign in me? And I said, well, that's a great question. It means first that He loves you, and He has chosen her and all of us from all eternity, to be the Lord of our life. And the moment we're baptized, that is when we are all in. We become God's beloved child, son and daughter of the Father, Jesus our brother and Savior. And I think the awareness is the first step to be aware of how all in God is for us. That he gave his own son, that Jesus died upon the Holy Cross to give his life for our life. And our response then is the next R of the R, and that's to be aware to receive. To, as we can relate what that awareness moves in our heart back to God, then we receive His grace and we respond in it. So we relate, receive, and respond. And it helps us overcome inertia to just do it, to get off the proverbial couch and to want to be all in. Because he sets our heart on fire. I was, I was offering this uh, last weekend, the image of the manger of our soul that we're preparing for the Christ child for Christmas. And I told the, my parishioners, I said, this Advent especially, let's make our manger heated. And they looked at me, heated? I said, think about a vehicle. It's heated through what's called a heater core. And how many times we may have a need to flush that heater core, get rid of the sludge and the slag and whatever's in it that it can properly function as meant to be. Well, how about for us? Where is our sludge? Where is our slag that we can have this beautiful heated manger in our heart and soul all for God to reign in us? You know, one of my favorite songs is that Brenton Brown, Rain in Me Again. It's a great, great song to remind us of the sovereignty of Jesus and that he does come to watch over, guard, guide, protect us. And the more we ask, the more we receive. So I think for people that are maybe wanting to grow closer to God, that's such a beautiful step of saying, Lord, I want you more. I want to respond more to being aware of how much you're infinitely loving me with your infinite love and grace, uniquely and particularly just for me, if I was, as if I was the only person alive on earth. That is how much you love and care for me. And that awareness then can move our heart to want to offer more to Him. And this is such a great season for it. It's almost like a, a four-week retreat where we get to have that beautiful time spent with Him. Prayer, communication, spiritual reading, acts of mercy, of charity toward each other, time, talent, our treasure, different ways in which we can do outreach, loving one another as God has loved us. So these are all neat little ways.
3: You know, and, and I think that it's important, maybe you would, I think you would agree with this, that you know, those of us that are trying to determine what God's will is, we're not alone. We have saints. We have people that are praying for us in the meantime.
2: Yes, and you bring up a fantastic point. Because really, to be a saint, to run with the saints, to live out the fullness of our baptismal promise that was made um, on our behalf to God, is that we're called to follow the example of those saints, and and the greatest of all the saints is Our Lady. Jesus and Mary, their whole mission was to be all in for God, to do His will. We have these two beautiful um, stained glass windows, um, four panels. In the church that I have the privilege to serve in Litterwood, one of them shows Jesus in the garden. Father, if it's possible that this cup pass, but not my will, yours be done. And the other window is the Annunciation, where you see before the Archangel Gabriel, let it be done unto me according to your will, not my will, but yours be done. And we have the two in our church because it's believed liturgically that both events happened on the same calendar date. Mm -hmm. To be all in. And so, the first step is wanting to do God's will. That's the great science of the saints. And then to take it the next step even further is to want to live in His divine will. And that is what God gave to us through our first parents. And with Jesus and Mary, the new Adam, and the new Eve, they continue to live in that, that relationship, and we're being invited into that as well, so that... You know, every beat of our heart, every breath that we take, every thought that we think, every prayer in our lips becomes a living, breathing prayer to God. It's what the Carmelite tradition, through the interior castle of St. Teresa of Avila, it's called the prayer of quiet, where you become aware of God, living, breathing, praying in you. It's the most profound experience. And that's the fruit of, of doing God's will and wanting to live in His will.
1: I love that Father. If you're just tuning in, we're visiting with Father Peter Andrill of the Diocese of Fargo, talking about being all in for God and what that looks like. And Father, I want to revisit something you said because it just it hit me to the core. And it was the question, where is our sludge? And (laughs) you know, taking that time to be aware of that sludge as well. When we become aware of that sludge, what do we do with it? You know, because we know we're all broken, we know we all struggle, we know we have you know, lots of wounds and everything, but what do we do with that sludge?
2: Great, great question. You know, I gave out to our parishioners a beautiful new book by Matthew Kelly called Life is Messy. Mm-hmm. And his comment about the sludge, or the mess, if you will, is the first gift to just be aware and realize, you know, Lord, it's not for me to have to control this or fix it. Even my own woundedness or my brokenness. i meant to be aware of it. Again, it's the A-R-R-R. I'm aware of it. And I can relate it. I can give it to you. And then your grace helps form me into that healed, wounded healer. The, the saints, Tres of Lisieux especially, every time she found some sludge, she was like, oh, this is great. More <laughs> sludge. Lord, this is for you. Yes. And so she knew she didn't have the strength on her own to take care, but she knew that he would. And so she delighted to know that here was something she could offer. And then all the grace then she would receive, and then she would respond moving forward with that.
1: Oh, that's so good. That's so good. I love it. I, I think it's so important because we, we need to recognize that, you know, we're not called to carry that sludge. We can surrender that. We can give it to the Lord, and he is more than happy to, to carry that, to take that, yeah. and to be our strength, be our everything that we need, no matter what we're going through at that time.
2: Amen. And whatever it might be, I mean, sometimes we have little lies that we've held, a low self-esteem, a poor self-worth, a negative self-image, you know, just not fully believing in our goodness, who we really are in God's eyes, mm-hmm. and just breaking through that lie of saying, Jesus, I surrender even that to any shame, blame, or guilt. Confession removes all guilt. As we're sorry, we bring it to Jesus. And then as we're forgiven, we know we need to forgive ourselves, and the shame disappears. And then we can let go, too, of any blaming, because we forgive and we choose to forget. And then on the other side are the seven deadly sins. You know, the pride, looking at letting go of anger, letting go of harshness in our life, swearing, um, gluttony, sloth, laziness, uh, greed, or avarice, letting go of lust, letting go of um, anger, whatever there may be. Mm -hmm. And this is a great time to just gently let the Holy Spirit just reveal, reveal to us the deeper path of holiness and grace, of just conversion that God is leading us in this season.
1: I love it, Father. We are going to need to step away for a quick break, but we will continue with Father Andrew about being all in for God as Real Presence Live continues right after this. Don't go anywhere.
0: Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.
1: This is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. We appreciate all the support our eye care clinic has received over the past year. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, vision therapy services, contact lenses, and glasses. Lumen Vision is located across the street from Saints Anne and Joachim Parish in South Fargo. We accept a variety of vision and medical insurance plans. To schedule an appointment online, our website is www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision Vision is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840.
0: One of the region's most recognized holiday traditions, Christmas at the Cathedral presents Be Born in Me, featuring Shane McConnell, Shelley Jennings, Music director Dan Goler and actress Apollonia Davalos. Six productions december sixteenth through the nineteenth at the Cathedral of Saint Joseph. Get your tickets today at all Sioux Falls High V locations or online at ccfesd.org. Don't miss this inspiring Christmas celebration, Christmas at the Cathedral.
3: Real Presence Radio is available on Alexa-enabled devices, including Amazon Echo, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To enable the skill, just say, Alexa, enable Real Presence Radio. To listen, say something like, Alexa, open Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play. To which you can respond, play Sioux Falls, or play AM970, or play WWEN. From there, you can use commands like play, pause, and stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Alexa-enabled devices
1: we are back on Real Presence Live, visiting with Father Peter Andrell of the Diocese of Fargo. My name is Brandon Clark, joined by... Hi, this is John Clark. John Clark, and we are talking about being all in for God and what that looks like. Father, being all in for God, what other message would you share with somebody who's listening this morning and is really just looking to take that next step, willing to be open to the Holy Spirit's movements in their heart so that they can grow closer to God?
2: Excellent question, Brandon. And I think that's the key is what you mentioned. It's the Holy Spirit to come to know more. I think of of the persons of the Most Holy Trinity, perhaps the person that we're least aware of is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is so intimately a part of our life. And it's just to deepen that relationship to allow the Holy Spirit to live, breathe, move, operate in us, of wanting Him to set our hearts on fire, to be His temple. And I think um, that so beautifully develops in our life of prayer. Just even often what I will offer for my parishioners is just to begin with two minutes of prayer a day, just two minutes to start of just quiet listening, because it kind of comes down to this. As profound as it is what we have to offer to God in our lives, our prayer, our activity, it's even more important and profound what God has to offer for us. And so the most important part of our prayer is that active receptivity, listening, receiving what God wishes to give to us today. And that's connecting to the Holy Spirit, getting on His wavelength, if you will, just turning the dial to boom, picking up and... St. Ignatius of Loyola would always offer a very easy approach by just praying in Our Father slowly and prayerfully. It's almost like just becoming aware of basking in the rays of the sun. You become aware. And then again, it's that relating, receiving, and responding. And I think um, by connecting to the Holy Spirit, we become more open to truly being that vessel of God, being that disciple, growing to become that best version of ourselves.
3: Mm. That's good advice for a practicing Catholic or one who is just coming back. You know, to take the first two minutes of your prayer and just be quiet. You don't have to be talking. It's, you know, the the Holy Spirit, you can go to the Holy Spirit, but isn't it better to just open up and let the Holy Spirit come to you?
2: Yes. It's also really profound um, with preparing for the sacraments, especially confession, You know, sometimes we think of our laundry list of things wrong, you know, our sludge. But gently we can ask the Holy Spirit, please reveal my sludge, too. (laughs) And we might be surprised. We might not even realize. You know, it's interesting. They say that the number one sin committed among Americans today is the lack of gratitude of God's goodness, of just being aware and be thankful and appreciative. I was commenting uh, just this last weekend. It is claimed also that the number one sin committed in the Dakotas, is the the harshness or the negativity, uh, complaining or even uh, arguing, uh, swearing. And believe it or not, that's the number one addiction in the Dakotas. And the antidote is that gratitude, that that humble, patience, joy. The fruit of knowing that we're loved is joy. And the fruit of love is peace. And that's in our relationship with God. Those are the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And from there flows patience with ourselves and with others.
1: That that is beautiful, you know. You you mentioned the sins, and you know there there's none. Well, I mean, <clears throat> how do I frame it? it? It's it's an egregious sin, uh, and that's taking an innocent life. And uh, you said that the Lord has laid something on your heart that you want to be sure that we have a, a couple minutes to to talk about, and that's the the sin of abortion. And uh, there is a very very important event coming up. Let's just say that. This week. Can you tell us about that and the importance and what we can do, Father?
2: Yes, yes. It is. It's really the most profound moment in our last thirty years in America. And it's dealing with the Supreme Court decision that awaits on Wednesday, December first. Dobbs versus Jackson. That will be an opportunity to potentially overturn Roe versus Wade as our Supreme Court will look at a Mississippi uh a potential abortion ban after the 15th week of pregnancy. And what's so profound is, and Mother Teresa, when she was here in America, she had prophesied, she said, there will come the time when Roe v. Wade will fall. George Weigel has been indicating within the next year he truly believes it will be finally over. And what's so neat about it, 14 states immediately become abortion-free, including ours in North Dakota, and 26 will have either completely abortion-free or very um, restricted, severely restricted means. And what we're doing is safeguarding and strengthening the sanctity of life from the moment of conception till natural death, trying to overturn something that no one had wanted when it suddenly appeared in 1973, these last 48 years, to be able to honor the dignity of the human person, which is really part of the 14th Amendment that I would love in our prayer as well to keep praying that all people born and unborn can be a part of that, to just keep bringing forth God's kingdom on this earth of every person that he has chosen to be made alive for a reason, for a purpose, and to respect their God-given dignity and life for his purpose, and to realize too Um, I know we're all striving to grow, too, and offering um, different opportunities and alternatives for for pregnant women, including counseling, adoptive services, and just strengthening um, the decisions to choose life. But if I could invite our listeners, I know in our parishes here, we're going to be having several hours of adoration, special masses, just praying, praying to overturn this, this, this just tragedy that has been a part of our culture now for almost half a century
1: father you mentioned prayer we have about um i don't know a minute left can you just lead us in a prayer can you lead us in a prayer for this specific effort as we gather together across 10 states or excuse me five states and 10 dioceses, and, and wherever we're gathering from this morning
2: absolutely we pray in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit and good and gracious god our loving father you who are the author of all life through the power of the Holy Spirit, and Lord Jesus, you who came to redeem us, we pray your grace upon the Supreme Court, upon our justices, upon the decisions to be made in the upcoming days I had especially Wednesday, December 1st, that we can see in our great nation the overturning of, of its greatest blotch, that of the killing of the murder of the innocent through abortion. We pray that Roe v. Wade can fall, can finally be removed, on the national level, and then to be dealt with on the state level. And I pray for your grace for all involved to see and appreciate the dignity and self-worth innate in every human person from the moment of conception until natural death. So often it has been commented that through abortion, so many other evils then are perpetuated. And we pray, Lord, to just reverse this process, restore us, to the gift that you have given through how uniquely America has been formed and made one nation under God, with liberty and justice for all. We pray that these um, innate truths will be upheld and your Holy Spirit to guide all involved with the decisions to be made on Wednesday. Glory be to the Father, Father and to, and the, to Son, the Son, and, and to the Holy Spirit,
1: Spirit as, as it, it was, was in the and
2: beginning, is now, and, and ever shall be, be world, world without and Amen. And the Lord be with you. And with, your, and with spirit. your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.
1: Amen. Amen. Th- Father, thanks so much, Father Peter Andrell, for being on with us this morning. We really appreciate your time.
2: It's my honor. God bless you all. God Thank bless you. you.
1: Much. All right, we're going to turn it over to Therese for a preview of what's coming on tomorrow's Real Presence Live. Yeah, thank you. So, on the next Real Presence Live, that'll be tomorrow from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Father Craig Vosick is your host, coming to you live from the University of Mary in Bismarck. What does virtuous leadership look like? Carol Sovak from the University of Mary will be on to discuss this. And Father Maurice Amelo will share about an opportunity to, for a daily encounter with the divine word. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. Thanks, Therese. All right. Well, <clears throat> we are at the end of the show, and we usually like to go through one takeaway. So, John, takeaway. I'm going to defer to you first. Ah, okay, okay. Well, you know, I think it, it comes down to... I love how he talked about it and just ties everything together. And he talked about the number one sin for Americans being the lack of gratitude. And that's kind of what we were talking about at the beginning, you know, as I was talking about me going through joy by Chris Stefanik, and how his, his main point is, unless we have gratitude, we cannot experience joy. And so, you know, just, just recognizing that and, and, you know, learning about where our sludge is. You know, and I think in my own heart, a lot of my sludge is a lack of gratitude. It's so easy to pick on people. It's so easy to judge them harshly. It's so easy to not be grateful for the gifts that we've been given. And to just completely shift that to to be grateful, to recognize that everything we have is a blessing, I think could be really good.
3: Can I have two? Yes. Okay. The in- first thing that I took away is the importance of community. So you take a look at one uh uh, run with saints hmm. and developing young people to uh, be attracted to as they grow, to grow in their faith. That's community. The second one is the fact that we know God's will is to end abortion. It's just, we just need to persevere. We know what's going to happen.
1: Amen. Stay with us for much more Real Presence Live throughout the rest of the week. More to Life is up next. Thanks for joining us.
0: This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network.